0: Welcome back to, well, that's interesting, the sometimes folks get sucked into a jet engine edition. Of course. Of course they do. <laughs> that's right, they do. Of course they do. Oh, especially on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, duh.
1: Yeah. Folks getting sucked into a jet engine, uh, something I've never thought of before, but I will think of at least twice a week from now on.
0: From here on out? From here on out for the rest of my life. Success. Then yeah. we're already... We're- 30 seconds in and it's a success. Hell Fantastic. yeah. <laughs> so, episode 051 sucked into a jet engine? There's a medical billing code for that and more. Oh, shut up. That's right. So this happens enough so there's a there's a
1: code. There is yes. Yeah. Yeah. How fucking often does this happen?
0: <laughs> Who's getting sucked into these fucking jet engines? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Who's getting sucked in, and how often, and oh. why? <laughs> what? Oh yeah. Is, should I is, should I be worried? Is it gonna happen to me? Uh, it could if you're in the wrong place. <laughs> oh my
1: god, I'm probably in the wrong place like twice a day. I'm not gonna lie. This feels like a problem I mm. should be worrying about, but haven't been right because I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> i just got home from fire island and all anyone could ever talk about was how i'm such a sagittarius and i'm like
0: i don't i still i'm not sure what that means is that a compliment i don't know uh it means they think you're the one that's going to get sucked into the jet engine god more. damn it <laughs> Fuck. So, um Before we get into episode 051, uh, kind of big news, little big news, a little bit of big news. A little bit of big news. There you go. Uh, We've been asked by members of the flock how they could support the show. Yeah. Of course, there's rating, subscribing, and telling your friends. Love that. There's following us on Instagram and Twitter, and please do, y'all, because there's Entirely different content on those platforms. Seriously, there's photos,
1: there's facts, um, there's cat videos. <laughs> Who doesn't love a cat video, y'all?
0: That's right. Well, I think we posted one today. Yeah, it was uh, a cat getting down to Genesis. I yeah. I mean, come on. Phil Collins. Yeah. Right? Uh, yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking love it. So, um, what else? Uh, so, please come on by. And now, there's a tip jar over at Venmo. Fuck yeah. So... Yeah, if you like this episode, if you love the show, if you love Marissa, if you love Jill, that's right. Leave us a little something over at Well That's Interesting on Venmo. Yeah, you know, that's it. That's all you got to do.
1: So easy. It's like when you pay your friend back for them buying you brunch. Yeah. Four months ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even if you just have like a dollar, if you're like loving it.
0: Yeah. It's, I promise we're going to get like a Patreon and. But in the meantime, this is uh, this is the way we're going to do it. You know, this is a two-woman show, and it's a lot of work. So before we get even more content <laughs> thrown in your face, uh, just come on by to Venmo if you want to support us, and, uh, give, and support us if you want. There you go. That's it. We'd love it. We will uh, toast margaritas to yeah. you. We'll definitely give everyone a shout-out. Trust me. We'll give Absolutely. you a
1: shout-out. Oh, my God. You will be so loved by us i'm kidding we love
0: every all of our listeners so damn much but just a little just a little extra <laughs> a little extra sparkle no we love the whole damn flock we love the flock oh speaking of which jesus we're almost four minutes in <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. who are we yeah. uh i'm jill chacha and i am with the adorable oh, marissa riley thank you thank you so That's
1: much weird. Um, it's good to be here. It's great. And and to be adorable. Great, to have you. Uh,
0: yeah, Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you, so. It's true,
1: and, uh, sometimes I get a little hint, but
0: this week I had no hints. No hints, nothing.
1: Um, so this whole jet engine thing is 900% (laughs) a surprise. I have no (laughs) idea what the hell is gonna happen.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, and the jet engine is just, like, one story. Yeah. One, one morsel of this this colossal medical billing clusterfuck. So Great. I, th- <clears throat> I think we should get into it. Let's do it. Uh, today, we're going to discuss something called the ICD-10. Okay. <laughs> or the International Classification of Diseases 10th Revision. Oh, fancy. 10th <laughs> right. Revision. Oh. It's fascinating, and if you have never heard of it before, one, you're welcome in advance. You'll see why. Amazing. And two... That's probably because you're lucky enough not to have to deal with the bureaucratic nightmare slash paperwork involved with medical billing in the United States.
1: I mean, that gave me a migraine just hearing about it.
0: Yeah. So now human beings get hurt or hurt themselves all the fucking time. It's true. And the number of ways we can hurt ourselves or become injured. um, Well, there's around 140,000 official ways. I, You know what? I thought there was going to be more. (laughs) There probably will be. We'll, yeah. we'll get into it. Uh, and I know this thanks to the ICD-10, which contains a unique code for every known disease, their symptoms, abnormal findings, complaints, social circumstances, and the external causes of injury or diseases. There is a code for everything. Numbers. Yeah. So now the full purpose of these codes extends beyond billing the fuck out of an unfortunate patient and driving us deeper into financial ruin, there's actually a brilliant, modern-as-fuck reason to code and input everything you possibly can. Oh, is there? There is. Dr. Marissa, CNN Health did did some great reporting on the ICD-10, and if you would, please help us understand what other purpose these codes have by please reading from their website. I would love to.
1: All right, quote, The theory is that the data helps experts better understand Health trends and better anticipate outbreaks. Mm, the codes that's familiar. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started. Um, the codes are used worldwide, so they are relatively standardized. No matter if you go to a doctor in Arizona or Antarctica. Experts at the government agencies or experts at government agencies such as OSHA. O S O S. I can spell O S H A. Uh, can use the information to better understand how people get hurt at work, for instance, and how and uh, could make changes to make the office safer. I nailed that part. Okay. <laughs>
0: um,
1: you're on a roll. <laughs> on a roll. Okay. Now designers will be able to look at the number of right foot injuries versus left foot injuries and in car accidents and see if they should adjust that part of the car and make the equipment safer. The old system didn't distinguish between the right or left feet. End quote. Mm-hmm. So basically it's kind of like emojis for for injuries it, it's across everyone yeah. gets the same emojis yeah it works everywhere yeah and now we're using it um for workplace for developing cars and and making equipment safer
0: exactly yeah the emoji thing great analogy yes. Amazing. uh now What do we mean by the old system? Well, get this, continuing on with the quote, the system doctors have been using, known as the ICD-9, was created in the 1970s and only had about 18,000 codes as compared to the now 140,000. That stresses me out that the last one was
1: made in the 70s. You
0: guys, how long was that gap? Oh, my God. Uh, The new codes will now uh, get at the frequency at which someone was hurt. It will better document the severity of the problem and will document the complications that may arise due to the injury or illness. The old codes didn't get to that kind of detail. Wow. End quote. Yeah. So how specific are we talking here? Well, my friends, as you can tell by the jump in the number of codes... Shit is getting wacky and wildly entertaining, and I want, you, I want to bring you along on this journey.
1: Okay, <laughs> so, okay,
0: I'm ready. <laughs> stick with me. Here's an actual example of what I mean. Code W61.62XA signifies someone who was struck by a duck. What? Yes. What? That's an actual code. And more importantly, it signifies you are seen by a doctor once for your injury. So your injury wasn't that bad okay okay hold on yeah can we figure out how many people have been struck by a duck you can that's why they we have a code number. For that's right how do i how do, do i google it uh do we I, you know what we do have i can i could send you to that website there is a website where you can look it up okay how amazing is that
1: okay i would i would love that website right. i think our listeners would as yeah. well uh i don't know about y'all but i i have to know more about yeah. people who are struck by uh, ducks
0: fuck yeah uh, now, okay, so that's the first code, your f- first doctor visit, right? Right. Your injury wasn't that bad. Now, code W61.62xd means you are struck by a duck, and it's your subsequent visit with a doctor, meaning that the encounter with the duck was so fucked up, you needed two doctor visits. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. This is so specific. It's so specific. And my friends, the following must have had happened for this to exist, and it's code W61.62XS, and it was created to document a person's multiple doctor appointments after being struck by a duck because the complications were ongoing. (laughs) How, how,
1: I just want to be a fly on that wall Mm. and hear the person be like, yeah, the duck injury. Yeah, um, I'm back. It's persisting. (laughs) It still hurts.
0: Yes. Um, Yeah. Also what happened to that duck? Is the is the duck okay? That's a really good question. So if that sounds bad, well, you guessed it, good news, it could totally be worse. Amazing. Now, if if getting pummeled by a duck sounds vaguely familiar to some listeners and members of the flock, no pun intended, we actually covered this before. Think what? way back. Yeah, way back in episode 036, we told the story of a Florida man who went out jet skiing one beautiful day and never returned home because by chance he collided with a duck. Oh, my God. While well, it was in mid-flight. Right. Do you remember that? That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was also the the hamster episode. We had... Do you remember the hamster thing? I
1: very much so remember that. <laughs> I can't go. forget the the hamster. It's so many, like, <laughs> hamster groups
0: and associations
1: out there. There you go. I still haven't joined them, but it's on my list. <laughs> That's
0: right.
1: It's like, do my taxes, then join the hamster groups. <laughs>
0: That's right. Now, the impact left him unconscious, and he fell into the lake. Um, his friend could not save him in time. Uh, but now, because of the update, the ICD-10 can document this event, and help us better understand, track, and avoid duck injuries. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> They're out there, y'all. Yeah. They're going to get you. It's like, the, it's like the Delta and now the ducks. <laughs> right. Just don't leave your house. Double D. Double D. <laughs> it's a double D problem. Double D. So now that's sad as fuck, and people getting hit by ducks is truly bizarre. Truly. But that's not as bizarre as some other codes in this manual. After the break... We're starting off with getting sucked into a jet engine, so please stay tuned for this story and a whole lot other weird shit. (laughs) please Please do. (laughs) Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back, and we're talking about good old V97.33XD. Fuck yeah. V97.33XD. That's right. Fuck yeah. That's right. Uh, now back in 2015, this was the code for someone who just so happened to get sucked into the turbine of a jet engine and is on their second doctor visit. They lived? <laughs> That's right. Oh my God. Now odds are there will be a few more doctor visits if you happen to survive such a nightmare of an accident. I would, I would move in with my doctor at that point. <laughs> I'd be like, it's... I don't know. Do I even still have a body? I. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, my friends, it actually did happen, and in one particular instance, like we said, this person survived. So let's head on back to a time when the U.S. was at war, which could pretty much be any time. I was gonna say you're gonna have to be more specific. Yeah, but this time we're talking about the first war started about the started by the first Bush over sweet, sweet oil, Desert Storm in 1991. That's right. That's right. We're on the good old uh, aircraft carrier USS Teddy Roosevelt. After the U.S. Navy was dispatched to the Persian Gulf, assigned with launching bombing raids over Kuwait and Iraq, uh, it's February twentieth, way before dawn. It's three forty-one in the morning. Okay. Two of many tired sailors are on this massive vessel, and they were preparing an A six E fighter plane for takeoff. Mm-hmm. A fighter plane aptly dubbed. The intruder hilarious I know that is a hilarious name I want to.
1: I want to e- name so many things <laughs> the intruder they're not even hiding it so it's like the intruder no I want to buy I want to buy a vibrator now just so <laughs> I can call it the intruder
0: <laughs> wow sorry so that's great no um we'll, we'll talk to marketing okay, <laughs> okay. cool 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 <laughs> so- Uh, These two sailors were petty officers Michael McDonald and 21-year-old star of the show J.D. Bridges. Michael was tasked with connecting the plane to the deck's catapult for launch, and J.D. was there to ensure procedures were were going well and to check them off the list, giving the pilot go for launch, if you will. Okay. Okay. And as J.D. walked forward to check the launching mechanism for the plane, well... I don't need to describe what happened because, my friends, there's an actual video of it. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I was
1: so hoping you would say that because yeah. I'm like, I, I, no amount of words can possibly
0: no. do whatever this is justice. Yeah. Yeah, there is a video of JD getting too close to the spinning turbine and him getting sucked in.
1: Oh my God, I half expect you to like pull up your phone and and pull out like a TikTok (laughs) fail or something. Oh my
0: God, this really, you know, back in 1991, yeah, this would be definitely on on the TikTok. Oh my God. Uh, Dr. Marissa, I would love to show you that clip, which is a mere seconds long. And if you would, please describe what you see and how fast the disaster unravels. Um, And if you would like to play along at home, Head on over to YouTube and search, This Sailor Got Sucked Inside a Jet Fighter, I'm Sorry, a Fighter Jet Engine. Amazing. (laughs) And it's by the Smithsonian Channel.
1: Ah, I love that the Smithsonian put it out. Ah. Sorry, it's amazing. I just expected it to come from like, I don't know, one of those random YouTube, like horny boy, (laughs) 6969. That's right. With like the scariest picture you've ever the, seen. The
0: sailor got sucked Whoa. inside a fighter jet engine. Oh, holy <laughs> shit, man. So, oh, my God. Uh, feel free to fast forward to 24 seconds in and you'll see what I'm talking about. So, Dr. Marissa, I'm going to pull up YouTube. This is the opening still. It's okay. a little blurry. It's black and white, but what do you see? Got it.
1: Um, I don't really know. I'm going to okay. be honest <laughs> with you. It's very blurry. Yeah. Um, I see
0: a date <laughs> in There's the corner. A date. There's a time. I think I see a plane. Yeah, there's a, a, a plane right here, and here is McDonald, Michael McDonald, doing his thing. Got it. And, so, uh, so we see a plane and a person. Yeah, but in a moment, we're gonna see, I can replay it a few times also, we're gonna see some guy walk towards Michael and then kind of disappear. Oh my God. All right, you ready? Yes,
1: so ready. All
0: right, here we go, I'm gonna press play.
1: Okay, all right, I see him. There's a guy knelt by a plane. Okay. Okay, a guy is walking towards him. Okay, wait, there's another guy. He's well.
0: Oh! oh, God. Whoa! Yeah. Face first. Face first. Into oh, the my God.
1: Okay, so basically, uh, I was watching a guy kind of below the turbine, fixing the turbine, and then another guy kind of almost comes to take his place. Yeah. And then it was like, Head like imagine a human being sucked into a tube face first. It's like okay it's like he was a piece of spaghetti and yes. someone was slurping him up. That's exactly that right. That is exactly what it looks like. Yes. I highly recommend you watch this video because I realize this is horrifying, but it's kinda of funny. It's kind of comical. He survived. He survived. Yeah. I I can't believe that
0: in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah, what we just saw in the blink of an eye was J.D. getting sucked into the turbine thanks to the intruder's engine, which generates 9,300 pounds of thrust. Jesus Christ. 9,300 pounds. And to put that into perspective, it's twice as strong as the most powerful tornado on record. Jesus Christ. And this lucky son of a bitch survived. And exactly how you ask, great question. Dr. Marissa, would you read from National Interest? Of course, of course. All right, quote, When he was sucked in, his
1: arm extended above his head, which caused his body to wedge between the bullet and inside the wall of the intake. Uh, End quote, Navy reservist Daniel P. Streckfuss said. Mm -hmm. Uh, New quote, lucky for him, his cranial and float coat were sucked in first, causing the foreign object to damage the engine which prompted the pilot to cut the throttle in other words the plane's tremendous power sucked his goggles and helmet off sending them into the engine and triggered a foreign object damage shutdown it took another three minutes for the sailors to extract him end quote so basically the way he went in there Mm -hmm. with his arm above his head um, kind of helped, but also so did his glasses falling off. Yes. And triggering the
0: <laughs> um, the engine to stop. Yeah. I know, yeah. Essentially, J.D.'s clothes jammed the engine, and thanks to the smallish size of said engine, his body got stuck between the nose cone and the inside wall. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. Thank, uh, thank think those... Lucky stars. You did something it. right. Uh Someone's watching out for you. Seriously. Uh, now, he did suffer some injuries that would require a few doctor visits. I would assume. Um, a broken collarbone, superficial cuts from shrapnel, a blown eardrum, and I'm going to throw in anxiety and PTSD, because why the fuck not? I can't <laughs> believe that's it. I mean... The the therapy is going to be the hardest part. Sweet Jesus.
1: Wow. Yeah. I, I don't think I would ever sleep again after that. I mean. Um, but just a broken collarbone and some little cuts and an ear, all well, of that's yeah. fixable. Over time, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Jeez. I'm
1: not saying it doesn't suck. I just assumed he lost all of his limbs yeah he could have i i would just assume he was like a torso person mm-hmm. kind of rolling around
0: oh jd jd <laughs> so as of today the the navy uses this video as a training tool in what not to do around an armed fighter jet about to take off amazing and i also think this helps many people decide if this is the lifestyle they're after so <laughs> i think it's a very useful video yeah <laughs>
1: Take a watch. Yeah. See how you feel about getting in or around a plane after that. That's <laughs> yes, right. I mean, wow.
0: Yeah, at three o'clock in the morning too. So Jesus. You know, so. Also get sleep. Yeah. you never yes, know. Yes, exactly. You never know. Exactly. All right, let's stick around YouTube because our next code includes, also includes extreme machines. Extreme machines. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> And people hurling themselves at high speeds, hoping for the best. Amazing, My friends, welcome to V98.2XXA, accident two, on, or involving an ice yacht. That's hilarious. (laughs) That is hilarious. An
1: ice yacht? Yes. Sounds like extra douchey. Super douche. Super douche. Sounds super douche. What is like a, what's the opposite of light? Like... The, uh, heavy dark do, <laughs> douche heavy douche heavy do, douche extreme douche extreme extreme to extra spicy douche
0: extra extra hot douche <laughs> i'm sorry i can see the i can see the label right now should i do I 12 can, more <laughs> after the show okay <laughs> so yeah ice yacht sounds very one percenter very russian czar whatever But I think what the ICD-10 is talking about here is what's known in the sports world as an ice boat. Okay. (laughs) Which really doesn't change much. Nope. (laughs) Um, Even that is misleading because what these things look like, how fast they can go, and the fact that they use sharp blades to traverse over frozen bodies of water. Oh my God, it's a whole thing. How could there not have been a code for this?
1: Anyway. I I am just stressed out now thinking about the ice boat. Not only is it douchey, it's fast douche. It's, it's fast douche. <laughs> it's got a lot of blades. There's ice. It's fast douche on ice. It's f- oh. <laughs> I'm
0: Seriously, if you love icy yachting, I'm sorry. We're just playing. We're so <laughs> sorry. Please, if, if
1: you like it, please send us a DM or an email, Well, yeah. Pod at gmail.com, telling us why... Ice yachting is awesome. Yeah. Unless you've ice yachted and you hated it, and you do think it's <laughs> sushi, I I would really welcome that email as well. Oh, absolutely. We're we're open minded over here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So let's explain and get to it, and let's listen to the soothing sounds of this British narrator as she describes in detail what an iceboat is and the dangers involved in this racing sport. Yes. I love it. Yes. People race these things. Oh my God. Of course they do. Um. If you've never heard of competitive ice Boating or ice yachting? Please come on by and watch with us on YouTube. Search "ice yachting: the fun and fear of a hundred miles kilometer per hour." Jeez, I'm shaking my head. 100, 100 kilometers per hour. I'm, oh my God. I'm like doing like a Liz Lemon eye roll right now. <laughs> oh brother. Yeah, hundred kilometers per hour is about sixty-two miles per hour. Wow, in, it, in the states. Good so, to know. Good to know, Doctor Marissa. Let's watch a few seconds together have a listen and discuss. uh, What do you say? Sounds amazing. Okay, so. Sounds extreme. That's right, I'm gonna pull up the video. Okay, so far I see ice. You see ice, okay, great. Um, Now I'm gonna play about 30 seconds in, let's watch it and uh, discuss after. Sounds amazing. Sounds good, let's do it. it. When your
1: boat can travel at more than four times the wind speed, 10 knots is a breezy day on the ice. Speeds can regularly exceed 100 kilometers per hour. Propelled feet first on your back in an open cockpit with precious little suspension, you feel like you're approaching the sound barrier. But while the speed is exhilarating, it doesn't take much to trip up. Okay, so here's what I saw. What I saw looked (laughs) like a very expensive hobby. Um, (laughs) Kind of like skiing. You're like I, I, I can't afford this. No, not I, at all. And, nor do I want to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't need to like ride my money like down a, down a mountain. That being said, if you like skiing, I get it. It's a beautiful sport. <laughs> um, but these were like imagine little um, sunfish boats, like little little tiny sailboats. Yeah. Um, that have uh, what look like really big ice skates on them. Exactly. They're yeah. like. Ice skate boats,
0: exactly. And then
1: there are people laying down on them. Their heads are at the back of the boat, yeah. And um, and they're just zipping around on ice. That's
0: that's right. That's, that's right. That's it. Yeah, it's kind of like this the thinnest canoe you've ever seen. Yes, with three blades. Yes, uh, and it's propelled by a sail. Yes, with very little like way to direct yourself. <laughs>
1: I I like your your eloquent (laughs) description. I was just like, it's like an ice skate shoe. It's like an ice skate that they're running around. What? Like, I'm sorry. (laughs)
0: I watched this video many times, so I okay. You've had time to think about it. I'm like, it's it's like a streamlined canoe now. It's it's like an expensive shoe. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a very fast shoe. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's. uh... let's continue on yes uh we're gonna discuss some wipeouts yeah like. <laughs> sorry i interrupted right. you <laughs> totally fine let's do it okay all, all right i'm right. so go. excited
1: Hit anything and the results can be oh with a fleet of 50 boats on the race course the closing speeds can be both alarming and intoxicating there you go okay so it looks like it hurts yeah um when they <laughs> fall over it also just looks embarrassing. I would be embarrassed. I saw they had, like, a video attached to the head of one of these little boats, and they did a little turn, yeah. and that looked really stressful.
0: It just collapsed. It's like they hit, like, maybe a whatever bump you could possibly have on the ice, and it just shattered. The you, boat, like, fucking exploded. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> I guess it's not that expensive. Um, <laughs> let's rethink this design. I'm kidding. If you guys love it, again, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> I don't know why. It just looks different and funny to me. That's not fair. But it looks like if there was like one grain of sand in the yes. wrong place, yeah. then this boat would just like fall over like a Jenga tower.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like the whole mast breaks and like you're out like a billion dollars because you, you hit a sand. You, you hit yeah. You a sand pebble. I, I, I imagine
1: the person who was in it just pulling out like a toolbox and putting it back together like an Ikea bed or
0: something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Now, unsurprisingly, the first popular models were created in the 1930s when cocaine and safety were not regulated. Good times. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now, today, the DN model, which is what these good people uh, are using to fling their bodies, is super streamlined and frightfully impressive. Wow. And yes, of course, ice yachting is a fucking Olympic sport. Yeah. I.
1: <laughs> so, really? Yeah,
0: that's, that's what I read.
1: <laughs> I mean, they did have little outfits, so, so you, and you know what makes Olympic sport? It's little outfits. That's right, the teeny outfits. The teeny outfits. That's right.
0: So uh, there are definitely wipeouts in our modern times uh, where this fucking code comes in handy, but I think this code would have been in dire need way back in the day when ice yachting was just starting out. Oh, no. Behold, I did a little research and found one of the earliest ice yachting accidents in the United States— and it was right here in new york and reported by the new york times what? back in 1884 oh my god i'm so stressed <laughs> <laughs> dr marissa would you like to read it in your finest old-timey newspaper accent i don't have one but i
1: <laughs> kingston and i don't, I, don't okay. I really don't have will you do one just for like two at se- least say like hi marissa in a new york uh, uh, accent?
0: in the old-timey uh, new york, uh, yeah. uh newspaper accent Yeah. Well, like, uh, it's like Marissa in Kingston, New York, February fifteenth, eighteen eighty-four. All right, uh, <laughs> quote in Kingston, New York, in February
1: fifteenth, nineteen eighty-four. I can't do it. An ice boat on which Frank McConnell and a man named Smalley were sailing on the Hudson this afternoon near Marlborough, struck a weak spot on the ice and broke through, throwing the men off uh, on the men off on the broken ice. With terrific force. I nailed it. Okay. McConnell had his scalp torn off and his jaw broken and was otherwise injured. Smalley was only slightly hurt. End quote.
0: That's
1: right. His scalp came off. Top of his head. Right off. Chill. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Something tells me they weren't wearing helmets. Oh, absolutely not.
0: No, 1884. Fuck now.
1: I just imagine them getting in there in like their three piece suits with <laughs> like right. a whiskey in one hand and a pipe oh, in the other. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, you know.
0: Yeah. Push me, Charles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> push me, Charles. Yeah, they wanted to go out on the frozen Hudson River and uh, coked up and drunk and. I don't know if Smalley's all right, because his name is Smalley. Oh, you know? my God. Smalley. Smalley. You know, this is such, like, a cocaine
1: thing to make. Like, when you're oh, yeah. high on cocaine, yeah. not to brag, I was once, it was like you come up with the stupidest ideas, but you have so much confidence yeah. that you're like, this is awesome. Like, I do believe that someone was, like, looking at an ice skate and was like, this should be a boat. This should be a boat. We should race them. <laughs> That's right. On ice in three piece suits. I we need to do this tomorrow,
0: Smalley. Yeah,
1: you're convincing me. Smalley. Right <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a lot of eye contact with yeah. Jill and I think yeah. it's like
0: It's really working. Okay. I feel really confident about this endeavor. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that little blurb, blurb, that was it. That's all the info the reporter provided. Wow. Um, and I've got a screenshot of this paragraph on all of our social medias. Amazing. Um, and let me tell you, if you have a few extra bucks a month, getting access to old New York Times papers is pretty damn incredible. Oh, shit. I know what I'm doing later. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, to go out on a small tangent here, I just i just wanted to talk about this because I Please. happened to see it on like, there was one other article on the same page, which was page five. There was this gem, and I'm just going to read it to you. Quote, Cuthbert, Georgia, February 15th, 1884. Thursday night, George Dunaway was shot by his wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> during the God. During the night, one of his children commenced fretting when he got up to quiet it. He whipped it a little. What? Yep. Uh, and his wife, becoming enraged, got up in the dark and after a few words, got her pistol... Walked close up to her husband and fired. Just took care of the problem. Mm-hmm. The ball uh, struck the lower rib and, glancing upward, inflicted a fatal wound. Ah, oh, fuck. End quote.
1: I don't know if she meant to kill him, but she was probably just like, I'm,
0: I'm done with this. I'm tired. Yeah. I don't want to deal with two babies tonight. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, that was something I just had to bring up. I mean, my God. That's amazing. And honestly, I think it's a perfect and I believe flawless segue into our final code yes okay which is you guessed it v91.07 burn due to water skis on fire
1: that's right speaking of cocaine <laughs> this sounds right. like once again this sounds like a cocaine decision
0: how the fuck do you do that that's right Specifically, water skis on fire. Yeah, who do you light them on fire? Yeah. are you out of the water?
1: I like how I'm like probing. No one right now. I'm just like, hmm. what were you thinking?
0: Yeah. How were you drunk? Why? Yeah, yeah. tell me everything. Well, uh, so there's about a month left of summer here in the states, which means we've got another thirty days of folks packing in as much lake life as possible. Hell yeah, lake life, passion. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Injury stats for 2021 aren't available yet, but 2020's numbers were released. Ooh. (laughs) And boy howdy, hordes of people took to the water to socially distance or to YOLO. I don't know. Oh, I remember YOLO. (laughs) Good times. (laughs) Either way, according to Statista.com, there were 3,191 people injured while boating. I can see that. Yeah. Regular boating, too, not the ice boating. The real boating. Real boating. And that's <laughs> Real that's, boating. Yeah, that's, and over 3,000 injuries. That's so many injuries a day. That's a lot, but I, I believe it. Oh, yeah. Boating is, is surprisingly difficult. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So this is the highest number since 2009, effectively ending the declined, uh, I'm sorry, effectively ending the declining trend of injuries since 2002. Oh, so, shit. I know. So 2020 sucked on land and in water. (laughs) (laughs) And it particularly sucked for three people back in August of last year. Oh, no. Yeah, come on with me to Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. Oh, good times. Yeah, specifically to an area of the lake called Point Randall Resort. Uh, Let's take a peek over the shoreline. And Dr. Marissa, what do you see in this photo? I mean... I'm looking at a lake mm-hmm.
1: or uh, sorry the Missouri the the river the you know the body of water there. Yeah. And uh it looks like there's a mangled up car? Mm. Or is it a boat? It's a boat. It's a mangled up boat. It it does look like it was on fire at yes. some point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which is really confusing cuz yeah. it's you know in the water.
0: Yeah, it's, um, I'd say 95% of it is, like, submerged, and you only see, like, the tip of it, and it's just black and mangled and shit. Uh, Fucked.
1: Ugh. It it looks like the bottom of a car. That's how, like, dark and, like, pipes and just, it's just fucked and crunch. It looks
0: (laughs) crunchy. Yes, yeah. Yeah, this uh, massive entangled beast was a boat. Now, before we get into what happened here, there is no evidence that, skis were on fire but I assume that would occur if your boat explodes and skis are nearby and or you're on them at the time so I see yeah I see how it works yeah not happy about it but I see how it works so what happened here essentially 55 year old Dennis Kiley of O'Fallon Missouri Fallon 'Fallon? 'Fallon, O'Fallon Missouri yeah uh, Dennis merely started his engine, started the engines of his 15-year-old formula boat after refueling at a gas dock. Oh, shit. Yeah. Gas. That. It's the gas. Yeah. According to the report, Kylie uh, started his first engine, then the second engine, and after starting the second engine, you guessed it, the boat exploded. It happens. <laughs> so... It happens. Uh, Dennis was thrown from the boat and sustained minor injuries. 52-year-old Deborah Kylie had been standing on the dock, and she was also thrown into the water by the blast. Oh, my God. An employee at the gas dock, 20-year-old Megan Bartles, had a really shitty day at work and sustained minor injuries, but was not thrown anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, best case scenario here. Uh, because when you look at that photo, shit got real, real fast. Yeah, I was
1: imagining a very specific scene from Hereditary where a guy just like goes up in flames and dies instantly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was imagining yeah. after seeing that boat. Valid. I was like, there's no way. Totally that yeah. Yeah.
0: So how does a boat just go up in flames with the turn of a key? Doctor Marissa, would you please provide a brief educational experience for us and read <laughs> From our sources as to how this happens and how to prevent it. I would love to. According to BoatEd.com, quote,
1: <laughs> evaporating gasoline creates vapors or fumes that are heavier than air. These vapors settle to the bottom of the craft where they could explode if enclosed areas are not ventilated properly to remove vapors. According to boat. US.com quote fiberglass boats last a long time and the aging systems need continuous preventative maintenance. Fuel fill lines, feed lines, and vent lines are mostly in the engine and are subjected to heat and vibration. Hoses become hard and brittle over time, causing them to leak. If your hoses are more than 10 years old, bend them. Squeeze them <laughs> and see if they move or rotate on the fuel fittings. If so, they're loose enough to leak. Most <laughs> Most fuel line uh, manufacturers suggest that their fuel lines should be replaced every 10 to fifteen years. noted. Even if there are no indications of leaks or damage, remember, For gas line or vapors to ignite, there must be a fuel leak somewhere and something to ignite it. Remove both of these things and you eliminate the potential for explosion." End quote. There you go. So basically, keep your shit in check. Yeah. Replace your fuel lines Mm -hmm. every 10 to 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Check that shit if you have a boat Check your boat shit. Right. I don't know. Did I just go. mansplain boats? No. That's to what, our listeners.
0: That's what we do here.
1: Well, that's, that's what we do.
0: We tell you how to take <laughs> care <laughs> of your boat. <laughs> we care about you. That's right. Ah, so thank you for keeping us safe, Dr. Marissa. You're welcome. And a big thank you to the authors of the ICD 10 for yes. making this fun and painful episode possible. And thanks to everyone. For listening, subscribing, rating, telling your friends, going over to Venmo, leaving us a tip. Ah, uh, y'all are the best. Also, God if you have damn. any
1: thoughts on ice yachting or boats <laughs> or anything in the world or Britney Spears, <laughs> uh, it's a long story, DM, DM us. Yeah. We love to hear from you and we will reply to you and be your friends. And um, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And please. Stay interesting. Please do.